Curtis Lewa. Curtis Lewa. Rip and Reed. Check this out. This is the Rip and Reed featuring Curtis Lewa. Talking about now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the Rip and Reed. Next. The FBI. We had an incident that took place uh, last week. Breaking news. Police tell us the FBI is searching the home of a top fundraiser for New York Mayor Eric Adams. Uh, I am clear that we follow the rules. We follow the rules. FBI agents are searching the home of Mayor Adams' chief fundraiser, Brianna Suggs, in Crown Heights, Brooklyn. And I just want to com- be completely transparent is what I've stated all the time. I uh, sleep well at night. The FBI has seized Mayor Eric Adams' cell phones as the investigation to his chief campaign fundraiser continues. I am angry. Join us next week for its dramatic and exciting conclusion. Actually, ladies and gentlemen, you don't have to join us next week. You just join me each and every day with Sid at 7.05, Monday through Fridays, here on the Rip and Read, 12 to 1, Monday through Fridays, and all weekend long when I'm on with Anthony Weiner, Left versus Right, Saturdays 4 to 5, and then on overnights, uh, the other side of midnight, the best side, six hours, Saturdays, 12 midnight to 6, followed by Sunday's 12 midnight to 6, and then I wrap up the weekend, uh, 8 to 11. And I inform you of what is going on based on the rats that I have developed communication with, the two-legged rats at City Hall, and obviously friendships that I've developed uh, in the FBI over the years, because as many of you know, I was involved in four separate prosecutions of John Gotti Jr., who was ordered by John Gotti Sr. to whack me back in the uh, summer of 1992. By the way, I got beef with Sid Rosenberg uh, as he has uh, aligned himself with John Gotti Sr., the Gottis and Gambinos against me like Frank Morano. See, I'm at war with everybody here, all of my colleagues here at WABC. But the one person that I did not think I would be at war with it's my Kumbhada Chief Rudy Giuliani. I was uh, uh, saying upset is not the proper word. When I heard uh, my Kumbhada Chief Rudy Giuliani on with Sid Rosenberg this morning, I wanted to uh, take a Mike Piazza shredded bat, remember with Roger Clemens, and I wanted to impale myself. I... He has drunk the Kool-Aid along with so many of you who so hate Joe Biden and the FBI and the Department of Justice that whenever they investigate anyone, it's always because of Joe Biden. So whether it is that crook Bobby Menendez, Goldbar Menendez, whether it is Eric Adams or anyone else, there's always linkage. Oh, it has to be politically oriented. It had to be that a guy can't even chew gum and think at the same time. The president, Joe Biden, tells his attorney general, I want that guy. And even if he's a fellow Democrat, we hang him out to dry like the crook Bobby Menendez and the crook Eric Adams. 
So I'm on my side of the line. And Rudy and Sid and Frank Morano and everybody else and Dominic Carter, they're on the other side of the line. Rita Cosby, John Katzmatidis, they're all out there weaving this conspiracy. And somehow Eric Adams is a victim of the overreach of the FBI and the Department of Justice. Just listen to this. I'm listening to it again and I, I have, I have pains, pains listening to it, but it's important for all of you to hear. Curtis Sliwa. Curtis Sliwa loves you as much as I do. I'm telling you right now, no one loves you more outside your family than me and Curtis, but Curtis was very hard on you, Rudy, the last couple of days. And I'll tell you why. Cause I said to Curtis, I said, you know, there's a growing number of people on both sides, both sides that feel like Biden has put a target on the mayor's back because he was critical of uh, Biden with the whole migrant issue. And Curtis said, no, 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 no. I don't want to hear any excuses. He's broken the law. He's done this. He's done that. It has nothing to do with Biden. I'm sorry. I love Rudy, but Rudy is wrong. That was Curtis Lee. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can be wrong. But I mean, Curtis is wrong. Uh, there's no, there's no question. Um, the mayor may have a lot to answer for, but now, now we got to be perfectly fair, and I, I'm able to do this because I had to do it as mayor. You got to get your personal feelings out of it, and you got to think, uh, you got to think uh, logically. Uh, first of all, we don't know that Adams is guilty. The charge is not yet a serious charge. A lot of rumors, a lot of smoke. Well, there's plenty of smoke on me when they when they uh, when they went ahead and uh, uh, raided my house and my law office. It turned out to be nothing. They had to write a letter to the uh, U.S. attorney saying I committed no crimes. That may be the same thing with him. The man is entitled to be presumed innocent until he's proven guilty. And I don't even believe you have to do that if you have the public facts. But we don't even have public facts yet beyond he got ghost donations. Hey, I did. McCain did. Trump did. Uh, Clinton did. Uh, uh, one time I had ghost donations from the same people that McCain and Hillary Clinton did. Uh, it's crazy <laughs> what they, yeah. do, what they yeah. do to politicians. We didn't know about it. None of us knew about it. Let me straighten out, Rudy, here. We're talking about the Turks in Turkey, Ankara. We're talking about Erdogan himself, who met with Eric Adams. Erdogan, the most despicable person you can imagine, who in the aftermath of October 7th, the pogrom engineered by Hamas, the ruling government of Gaza and the largest terrorist group in league with Islamic Jihad and Fatah, launched an invasion into southern Israel and committed a pogrom and then retreated back with hostages. The very next day, Bibi declared war on them. So they declared war by their invasion and pogrom, and then Bibi reciprocated. So there's an all-out war taking place. The first international leader to comment on this wasn't even the Ayatollahs in Iran. It was Erdogan in Turkey. Erdogan who said that Hamas... Amadas of freedom fighters and that Israel is at fault. They brought this on to themselves and he disparaged the Jews. That is who Eric Adams was dealing with in this quid pro quo 
a foreign government, a foreign government hates Israel and the Jews and supports Hamas. So if you're going to let him sort of like uh, squeal his way out of this, no, 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 no. I need to inform the mayor, and I'm going to pin him down. I really got to have a sit down with Rudy, straighten him out. Is that his phone calls between Eric Ulrich, his buildings commissioner, mobbed up, were actually intercepted first, not by the feds, not by the Department of Justice, but by Alvin Bragg, friend of Eric Adams. Adams was among several people whose calls with Eric Aldridge were intercepted by the Manhattan District Attorney's Office in their probe of the Buildings Commissioner, who then resigned and has subsequently decided to become a rat and eat the Parmesan cheese for the federal government. That's why people are out there asking people in the Rockaways, the FBI, not Alvin Bragg's people, the FBI, how come you lent Eric Aldridge so much money? Well, they know why. They want to make sure they get the right answer or they're going to hit somebody with a perjury charge. That's what they do. And that's what Eric Ulrich is trying to do to squeal out of this. Because he's become a rat. He's looking at time. He can't do time. And remember, Eric Ulrich told Alvin Bragg that he learned from Eric Adams himself, the mayor, that he was under investigation by Bragg's office months before the probe became public in May of 2022 when the mayor in the Bronx told him to watch your back and watch your phones. Eric Adams has said that that never happened. Now, who are you going to believe? In this case, you believe Eric Oldridge. And I'll have to sit down with Rudy Giuliani, who I'm at war with, and remind him that I was the lead-off in the Netflix special Fear City about how Rudy and the FBI and Department of Justice took down the mob. Rudy did all the heavy lifting. The FBI placed the wiretaps into the heads of organized crime. He did a magnificent job. And I'm going to have to remind him. Because he wants to assume that, oh, this is a vendetta of Biden against Eric Adams. Maybe he believes it was a vendetta against Bobby Menendez by Joe Biden. Not. That the wiretap order is a search warrant issued for a certain number of days. Rudy knows that better than anybody. And if you want a no limit on it, you got to go in and convince a judge. And you can get an extension, multiple extensions. It could have gone on for a year, and apparently it did. And you can get a new wiretap order if you have convinced the judge that there are other people that you've listened to on that wiretap, not the main subject, but other people who have implicated themselves in that conversation. Rudy knows all of this. He's done it a million times. But what he's got to understand is that Eric Adams is the same one who would call him a racist and a cracker in a heartbeat. It's the same one who would turn on him because Rudy is a Trumper. Going after Rudy, going after Trump because they're Republicans and they pose a threat to Biden's continuance in the White House. Uh, Bobby Menendez and Eric Adams do not pose a threat to the Biden administration. So let's straighten that out. I see I got a lot of work to do. I got to talk to John Katsimatidis, who thinks the same way. Rita Cosby, who thinks the same way. Dominic Carter, Frank Morano, Rudy Giuliani, Andrew Giuliani, Sid Rosenberg. 
just about everybody who broadcasts here at WABC. Well, if you're all opposed to me on this, uh, wrong way, Lou Rufino, bring it on. Bring it on. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. Curtis doesn't know about you, but he rips and reads. This is the Rip and Read. Don't call it a comeback. Oh, yeah, it's a comeback. He so desperately tries to crawl out of the abyss of uh, his brother Fredo's mansion out in Southampton, Chris Cuomo. We're talking about Mara, excuse me, Andrew Evilized Cuomo, son of Mario Facha Bruta Cuomo, King Cuomo I. And a man like Michael Corleone is plotting his political comeback side by side with his leg breaker. Joe Pococo, who just finished doing six years for political corruption in the big house. So he has attempted on many occasions here at WABC to come on and just be like a a reborn politician, as if everything that happened in his life and times didn't exist. Truly believing that all of you are stupid which is what all politicians believe, Democrats and Republicans, that you won't remember what they said five seconds ago, five minutes ago, five days ago, five weeks ago, five years ago, five months ago, five years ago. And he's banking on that. And he comes on. I mean, it was a torturous two hours with the uh, Svachim, uh, Andrew Evilized Cuomo versus the Schifosa Scaramucci. Oh, God, it was like unbearable listening to the both of them. And Cuomo has tried before to come on WABC, uh, even uh, even on the weekend. It doesn't matter. He, he still will never deal uh, and take responsibility of how he destroyed this city and this state. I want you to hear him yesterday on the 5 o'clock roundtable discussion with John and Rita, uh, the situation that caused him to be a guest was he wanted the National Guard to be activated by uh, Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb to protect the Jews in New York State. Our first responsibility is to make sure that New Yorkers feel safe, right? Uh, and we have different political opinions, and that's fine, and you can be pro-Palestinian, pro-Israeli, uh, and you can protest and you can demonstrate, but uh, there is there is a line, and the line is the law uh, and public safety. You've seen anti-Semitic uh, activity increase over 200% last month. Uh, you have physical acts of violence uh, as well as other uh, hate-based assaults. And we have to say uh, that's just not okay. You're safe in this city. Uh, I was so angry. I was so angry. 
I was like beating my head on the table. And then arising was Bill O'Reilly. And he went on a 10-minute rant, the best 10-minute rant I have ever heard in my life of listening to talk radio, better than anything I've ever heard before. And he just zeroed in on Andrew Evil Ice Cuomo. Everyone at the 5 o'clock roundtable discussion were quiet. They knew that that Bill O'Reilly was in a rage. I'm always amazed that, you know, Andrew Cuomo comes on, and this is not a personal attack on him. Well, who do you think is responsible for the disorder in the city? Disorder is a contagion. And these protesters, these anti-Semites, they know nothing's going to happen to them. They can spit on anybody they want. What's going to happen to you? Nothing. You punch somebody in the mouth, nothing will happen to you. Well, who is the architect of that? I, I believe it was Governor Andrew Cuomo, right? Did he not sign the no bail thing? Protesters know nothing's going to happen to them. And then he's on going, oh, we can't let people shut down Grand Central. Say, what do you mean we? It's you. Oh, he was just warming up. He was, and nobody would, inter- would interfere with Bill O'Reilly. They knew that he was fuming. You don't need the National Guard here. That's insane. Prosecute people who assault other people. Slap a federal hate charge on them if you can prove it's anti-Semitic. That's what you do. Oh, that's right. Saying the National Guard, oh, my God. Uh, Bill O'Reilly couldn't have been more hopelessly right on that. And then he went off again. In, in terms of saying this whole city is ruined, ruined. This whole city was ruined, ruined quality of life in the last 10 years under these Democrats. Ruined with a capital R. And now it's we can't let them. Oh, that's amazing. I just wanted to give him a standing ovation right there. Just wanted to give him a standing ovation. Absolutely the best. And he didn't finish. He's like halfway through. Nobody would say anything. They recognized that Bill O'Reilly was on fire. It is so absurd to listen to these people go, we can't let them. Do you not have eyes in your head? The quality of life in this city is about the lowest level I've seen since the crack wars. Because of you, we can't let them. And the voters will vote for you. God almighty. Oh, standing ovation. Standing ovation. Oh, my God. That was the best 10-minute rant. And there wasn't anybody... Not John Katsimatidis, not Rita Cosby, not um, Congressman Peter King or Judge Weinberg who were going to say anything involving that rant. He was on fire. And Andrew evilized Cuomo, King Cuomo II, the son of Mario Facha Bruta Cuomo, King Cuomo I. He's always trying this comeback. He wants to run again. He refuses. To ever address the fact that he is responsible. He and he alone. He promoted the no bail. 
bill. He signed it into law. He promoted it. And he is responsible for emasculating the police by never defending the fact that they deserve qualified immunity. He was on board to remove qualified immunity from every cop from Brooklyn to Buffalo, which meant they could be sued. But nobody else in government could be sued, including him, who is protected by attorneys who are paid for by us. And he needs to come to grips with all of that, but he refuses. And we let him back on here time and time again to spin this nonsense. I'm telling you, Bill O'Reilly did us all a service. If there's one thing that I get negative in all the places that I go, and I'm like a litmus test, why the hell is that Cuomo on? Why is he on time and time again and never acknowledges about all the debt that he was responsible for in the long-term nursing homes. Never. And never once takes responsibility for the no-bail law and for being pro-criminal and not cop. Oh, by the way, uh, we got to get to see if you can grab it real quick. And his vilification of ICE, Limigra, Immigration and Naturalization Service, on a constant basis, neutering them, emasculating them, telling them he, they could not perform in the state of New York. They could not perform in the city of New York. In fact, he called them thugs. New York State is the state that says we will not cooperate with ICE. They're a bunch of thugs. He politicized ICE. They're a bunch of thugs. We said we will sue them if they violate any criminal laws in the state of New York. Every time I hear his voice, on these airways, unless he has a come-to-Jesus moment and admits his failures, I'm going to be slamming him. I took a page right from Bill O'Reilly. I've been doing this on a regular basis. Hey, Andrew, I know you're listening on our FM affiliate out in the east end of Long Island, WLIR. It's where uh, freaking morons, people who are feeble-minded, they fornicate madly, free marijuana, or they listen to Frank Morano listen on FM. I know you're getting our signal crystal clear in the Corleone Cuomo compound in Southampton as you've hit the mattresses, you're stirring the marinara sauce, you're planning your political comeback. Fine. But you're going to have to come clean. Just like that McGreevy, uh, who calls himself McGreevy, who continues to prosper the fact that he left. He resigned as governor like you did, but in his case, because he was a gay American and never acknowledged it was because of his corruption, he was going to be indicted and sent to jail on a federal rap because he was trying to raise $5 million of hush money from Kushner's father and other benefactors, Medici's of his, to pay off his boyfriend, Golan Sapel, the Israeli, who had no knowledge of homeland security. Now he's running for mayor in Jersey City, figuring, hey, let me run in the most corrupt county for Democrats in America, Hudson, in the most corrupt city, and nobody will bring it up. I'm going to continue to bring it up, because that's why you resigned. You knew you'd go to jail, just like Cuomo resigned. He knew he'd go to jail. That's why Spitzer resigned. He knew he'd go to jail. That's why they resigned. And if Eric Adams resigns, it's because he realizes it's over and he's going to go to jail. But let's go back also 
this massive exodus. I was outside of the Roosevelt Hotel earlier today, as I often am, watching uh, everybody coming into the Roosevelt Hotel from across the border, from Mexico into Texas. Everyday busloads are coming in and being processed at our taxpayers' expense and being outsourced all throughout the five boroughs being treated better than our own homeless, our emotionally disturbed, people who have drug addictions or alcohol problems, who reside in the subways, reside in the streets, and reside in the parks, mostly African-Americans. Eric Adams has forsaken his own people, told them, get in the back of the bus. I'm taking care of the illegals. Do you not forget, do you not forget what Cuomo said to everybody who disagreed with him politically years ago, Remember how he told us all to get the hell out of New York? Are they these extreme conservatives who are right to life, a poor assault weapon, anti-gay? Is that who they are? Because if that's who they are, and if they are the extreme conservatives, they have no place in the state of New York. So this- because that's not who New Yorkers are. We have no place. In the state of New York, well, that's when the exodus began, and the exodus now, it's its incredible, the numbers of people who are leaving. I met another guy outside of the Roosevelt Hotel. He was living in Astoria, wife, two kids, both of them working parents. That's it. They're out. Others, they're out. They got one foot out the door. If mortgage rates weren't so high, they would have already have left. And basically, our Democratic leaders have told us, get the hell out if you don't agree with us. Look at Eric Adams. Before he ran for mayor, he's basically saying, if you're out of town, it's now, if you're illegals, come on in. But if you happen to come from uh, Ohio or Iowa, pack your bags, make whitey whitey's crackers and get the hell out of here. Go back to Iowa. You go back to Ohio. New York City belongs to the people that was here and made New York City what it is. Now, let me get this straight. He welcomes in all these illegals. But if you happen to be in America and you moved in from Ohio or you moved in from Iowa, obviously you're white. He wants you to pack your bags and leave. Could I hear that one more time, please, Lou? One more time. Go ahead. Go back to Iowa. You go back to Ohio. New York City belongs to the people that was here and made New York City what it is. I thought New York City belongs to the people who were here. No more belongs to the illegal aliens, courtesy of you and Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb. And before that, Andrew Evilized Cuomo, who vilified ICE. And then, of course, there's the queen herself, who now moans and groans that so many people with their wealth and equity have abandoned New York and have fled to Florida. Why, Kathy? Maybe they were listening to you. The fate of democracy in this country. That's what we're fighting for, my friends. We are fighting for democracy. We're fighting to bring government back to the people and out of the hands of dictators. And we're here to say that the era of Trump and Zeldin and Molinaro, just jump on a bus and head down to Florida where you belong, okay? Get out of town. Get out of town. Because you, re- you don't represent our values. Hey, guess what? They're listening. They listen to Cuomo. They listen to Adams and they listen to you and they're leaving in an unprecedented numbers. And you know who's replacing them? Illegal aliens who are a burden on the tax taxes here, a burden on our tax payments. Taxpayers leave. 
and those who are living off of the generosity of the taxpayers are increasing. How does that make any sense? Up next, we had an assignment for our news director, Noam Layden, to listen to the press conference uh, of Eric Adams, in which he was trying his best to answer questions from the press. He only does it once a week. And the person answering most of the questions was <laughs> the corporation counsel, the lawyer. Uh, we'll get a report from Noam Layden because I have never, ever, See, even Bill de Blasio, when he was on the ropes by Prepahara and the feds, always answered the questions on his own. Eric Adams not only lawyered up with private attorneys, he now has corporation counsel who's supposed to be the lawyers for the people, not for him, cutting him off in the middle of press conferences because he might end up indicting himself. Talking about this is the Riffin' Reed. Featuring Curtis Lewa. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. Breaking news, WABC. Yes, on the line right now is uh, Noam Layden, our news director, who was watching the press conference uh, of the mayor taking questions on the FBI investigation involving him. Um... I couldn't listen because obviously I was on the air gnome, but I saw upon the big screen this white woman, uh, an interloper, kept uh, cutting off the mayor, at least it appeared to be. Who is this woman? Where did she come from? Well, that white woman that you're talking about, she is the corporation counsel. Her name is Lisa Zornberg. And during this press conference, Curtis, of course, everybody wanted to talk about this probe about the Turkish consulate. So it was question after question asking the mayor when were his devices taken? Did anybody else on his staff have their devices taken? He wasn't answering in any of those questions in any sort of real way. But this Lisa Zornberg a number of times would cut in after a reporter would ask a question this is what it sounded like look i'll just i'll step in there to say uh my expectation is that any improper leaks by federal law enforcement officers will be fully investigated by federal law enforcement over and over again same thing from this lisa zornberg she'd step in when a reporter asked a question same thing saying we're not going to really answer this question and neither can the mayor wait wait hold on a second He's always upset when someone disrespects him and cuts him off, right? You know, they're crackers. And in this case, this white woman is corporation counsel, which means she represents the city, not the mayor. He's got his own personal counsel. His former corporation counsel, Chief McGuire, he's hired him. Why doesn't he have him sit at the table and act like his, uh, you know, his client is uh, under investigation? Well, why is the corporation council doing this? Well, you asked an excellent question, and that question was asked as well. Who's paying for your personal lawyer? Of course, he didn't really answer that question. They asked, is the campaign paying for it? Are you paying for it? And so maybe if he's paying for it, Curtis, he can't afford to have that guy sitting there. You know, they bill by the hours, those lawyers, sitting at a press conference in the middle of the day. Maybe he just can't afford that. Well, remember, he's de Blasio 2.0. De Blasio was on the ropes. The only thing I'll say about that cr- 
Brooke de Blasio, who should have been in jail for a number of reasons, especially Thrive, an organization he created that his, his wife Charlene headed, that took $1.5 billion supposedly to help emotionally disturbed persons in the streets and did nothing. They banked the money. We'll find out where it is one day, Panama, Antigua, the Cayman Islands, or Switzerland. But even when he was under questioning, because Preet Bharara had an investigation of him. You remember those press conferences? I do. Nobody ever had, no corporation counsel. He didn't have his private counsel there. That suggests that this guy's guilty. Why would he have to have his lawyer answer his questions? Well, has Eric Adams always been short on what to say? Generally, he, he goes on forever. But you know something? You, you want the answer who's paying for his private attorneys? We are. Because originally, when uh, uh, when de Blasio was under investigation, he promised everybody that he would pay for it. And then, when all was said and done, he goes, oh, you know, these are bills that the stupid sucker taxpayers are going to have to pay because it is there is a provision in the law, just like with Cuomo now. Uh, we pay for all of his legal bills because you know what? These guys have qualified immunity, Gnome. The very qualified immunity that Eric Adams, Bill de Blasio, and Andrew Evilize Cuomo stripped from the police from Brooklyn to Buffalo, who are on their own when they get personally sued. So in this case, we pay for all their legal bills. They don't answer the questions, which would suggest they're guilty when they have to have their attorney uh, jump in. So can you find out more about that from City Hall? This is a first. I've never seen anything like this before. Not even when de Blasio was on the ropes. We will do a deep dive and we'll find more about this Lisa Zornberg and why she's there answering all these questions at a press conference. Up next, Greg Kelly. Maybe he's signing against me, too, like Rudy Giuliani and Frank Morano and Sid Rosenberg uh, taking the back of the mayor against the FBI and the Department of Justice. Stay tuned.